0: We are so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for joining us. We invite you to get your Bible, get a notepad, pen or pencil, and follow along with us. Take notes of what God would say to you because we're believing for answers for your life. We're teaching on healing, but we're also teaching in a direction concerning healing that I'm not sure that everyone has heard about a lot. And uh, it's such an important thing that we want to focus Focus on it. We invite you to go back. We've we have preached over ten different teachings in these episodes on this subject. We invite you to go back and watch them all because they all te- bring some some insight that every single one of us need to know. I tell you what, it's life and death what you know, yeah, or right. what you don't know. <laughs> Amen. Right. Health and healing and long life belong to us, Amen. but it's connected to something. Right. I said our, our health, our healing, our long that's life is connected to something and uh, it's connected to what the word tells us. And we, we need to, um, we need to gain light of what the word shows so that we can walk in health and in long life. Amen. We've been looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23. We're going to start again there. And I know we've read it to you day after day and we're so glad we've had that opportunity to do that because we need it. First Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23. Paul writes, and he says that I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. The Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also, he took the cup, and when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it, In remembrance of me, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, or we could say irreverently, shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily or irreverently eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, for what cause? Not discerning the Lord's body. Many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep or die prematurely. Now look, he tells us there's a cause why Christians are weak, why they're sickly and why they're dying prematurely. And this is a primary cause, not discerning the Lord's body. It's a a matter of life and death that we discern the Lord's body. Amen. So if it's that important, which it is, what does it mean to discern the Lord's body? That's what we've been looking at in these episodes. Uh, two applications of what it means to discern the Lord's body. The first application is discerning his physical body, his personal body, that our sickness, disease, pain, symptoms was laid on him. Therefore, it should not be laid on us. Therefore, we should discern that it was laid on him so that we exercise faith to receive healing from any sickness, disease, disease, and when people don't discern that for this cause, many are sick or weak, sickly, and many die prematurely. Well, they don't have to. I said they don't have to if we will discern this. We discern that he bore the penalty of sin. Uh, lack was laid on him. Poverty was laid on him. All this was laid on him. Therefore, we exercise faith. And if we don't discern that he took our place in failure, in defeat, in sickness, in sin, he took our place. If we don't discern that, we won't resist it as we ought. Right. That's That's right. Right. And when people don't resist it, then what you don't resist has permission to stay. Yes. 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 Amen. Now, the second application of what it means to discern the Lord's body is to discern his spiritual body, the whole body of Christ. We need to discern that once we got born again, we were born into God's family. We were born into the body of Christ. We are, every single one of us have a place in the body. And in that place, we're to function. Just like every member of your own physical body. Every member has a place. You know, your first finger here didn't wake up one morning and it's down on your foot now. No, it's in its place and it stays in its place. It doesn't shift from day to day. The arm doesn't shift and move about to a different part. It stays where it is set. The organs stay where they're set. And when things get out of place, the rest of the body starts having problems. Well, it's the same thing. When we're born again, God sets us in a place in the body and we're to stay there and not try to shift and move to a different place. When people don't discern, that they have a place in the body and they're set there and they're set there so that they can perform a function. Not just so they can say, I'm born again, but so they can do a work in that place. You said, well, we're not saved by works. No, you're not saved by works. But once you become saved, God expects his body to work. (laughs) Jesus expects his body to work. Amen. And uh, it's to function, just like every member of your body yeah, is to right? work. Yeah. It's yeah. to function right. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18 says, But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as, as it has pleased Him. Listen, when He sets us somewhere, what an honor to be set there. And we're not to, we're not to try to unset ourselves. And He set us there so that we could bring a supply. We bring a supply to the body, but in bringing a supply, we also receive a supply. My finger brings a supply to the rest of the body. It can do things that my arm can't do, that my knee can't do, that my foot can't do. It has its own in particular function and supply that it brings. Amen. But it does not get to decide, hey, I'm I'm not going to do that today. right. If, if a part of your body decides that it's not going to function right, we go to the doctor and say, what's wrong with this? Yes. Right? Yes. Because we know it's not normal for it not to function. To it. amen. Amen. It's not right for it not to do its work that it's right. supposed to right. do toward the rest of the body. Yeah, it's the same thing with us as individuals in the body of Christ. We have a work to do yes. Yes. and it's not right to decide we don't have to bring that work. Because if a part of my body isn't functioning right, you could call it handicapped. You, it could be, it could be crippled, so to speak. It's hindering. We don't, we're not authorized to cripple, hinder, or handicap the body. The body of Christ. Listen, uh, it cost heaven. It cost God everything to have a family. Jesus paid the the prize so that the father could have a family. Yes. What do you think is important to the father? His family. Yes. His Amen. family. Amen. We better know how to treat the family right. Yes. Yes. right. Because it stay it, it it's a blessing to be a blessing in the family. It's going to cause problems for us if we are anything less than a blessing yes. in the family. So God has set us as members in the body and we need to recognize there's a place I'm set. And let me, God will identify for you. He will lead you into the knowledge of the place, the role, the function you are to fulfill in the body. God will reveal that to you. Now you say, well, I don't know that... Uh, I don't know what that place is for me. Well, let me just say this. God so wants you well and so wants you healthy that He gives you help. Yes. Yeah. Jesus Amen. gave us Amen. five-fold ministry gifts. Yes. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastors, teachers. All of these primarily, many times, are traveling ministries. Yeah. But the pastor lives with the sheep. Yes, yes. Right. Right. Amen. Part of discerning the Lord's body is to discern that as a member of the body, you need help. You need instruction. You need to be taught. And Jesus gave pastors to help teach the sheep, to help feed the sheep. Part of discerning the body of Christ is to discern that you need a pastor. If If someone doesn't discern... Their part in the body of Christ, which is one part, is needing a pastor. Yes. This is the cause why many are weak, yes. sickly, yes. and dying premature, yes. simply because they don't have a shepherd yes. that's teaching them and bringing them into the light of the Word. Yes. And when yes. there's an ignorance of the Word, the, the Bible says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. That's why we need to have a pastor to teach us so that yes. we run ignorance out. Yes. 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 Amen. Because when ignorance is is getting its way, then the devil has an open door to our lives. Right. But a, a teacher, a, a pastor, rather is going to teach us the word, mm-hmm. um, and God will lead you to a shepherd. Yeah. He will lead you to the pastor yeah. that He has for your life, and that pastor will be anointed to help you that's in a way like no other pastor. And it doesn't right. just it doesn't come. Don't misunderstand it. It doesn't come by becoming a buddy to the pastor, becoming a pal to the pastor. No, you can show up in the services and draw and release your faith, attach your faith to the word that pastor preaches and your life will receive what it needs. Not because you got personal attention, but because you showed up and received the pastoral anointing. Go with me, if you would, to Matthew chapter nine. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 35, People need to discern that they need a pastor. Yes. That's right. Matthew 9 verse 35 and 36, I want to read to you. It says, "And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their what synagogues. in their synagogues. what was their synagogue in, to the Jews? It's the local church. Yeah. Jesus went to all the cities and villages and he went to the churches and he taught. Now, if they didn't show up at church, Uh, they weren't taught. And they missed out on what Jesus had for them. Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes... Now, we wouldn't say that these multitudes were in the church. Right. He could have just seen the multitudes just in the community following him. We know that the, the multitudes would press on him. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them. Why? Because they fainted and were scattered abroad. Why? As sheep having no shepherd. There were multitudes that weren't showing up in the synagogues. Wow and the, the condition of the multitudes where they fainted and scattered. Yeah. We are running a race, a spiritual race yes. in the plan of God. God has authored a race for every person's yes. life. Yes. We need a pastor to help us not faint as we Good. run our race. Yes. Amen. 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 We need to be part of a local church. It will refresh us yes. in the race yes. we are running. Yes. Just as an Olympian never got to the Olympics without a trainer, That's a coach, right. someone teaching and overseeing their their athletic development. Yes. Right. Even so our spiritual development needs oversight. it's called a pastor not to run our life, not to dictate to our life, but for someone, for us to have someone to listen to that's anointed for our life. And it's where God sets us. God will lead you to the church. He will lead you to the pastor that is anointed to speak into your life and he'll be anointed like nobody else to speak into your life. Amen. But notice the condition that Jesus saw with this multitude who did not have a shepherd. They were fainting. What's what's it mean to a marathon runner if he faints along the way? He doesn't reach the finish line. I wanna we all want to to finish what we're born for. Now that doesn't mean people don't go to heaven if they don't finish what they're born for. They can still go to heaven, but I want to finish the work. I want to finish the work. Amen. Jesus said, my meat, the thing that nourishes me, the thing that sustains me, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Finish his work. So how are we going to finish his work? We need a shepherd to help us not faint along the course. Amen. So Jesus, it's recognized here that Jesus noted that those who didn't have a shepherd, Mm -hmm. they fainted, look at this, and were scattered Scattered. abroad. Meaning this, they lack direction. Uh Mm -hmm. There are some lives that lack direction. Just because people have a job doesn't mean they have direction for their life. (laughs) They're still wandering in life, bumping into this and trying this and trying that. When you have a shepherd, God will help. Through that pastoral office, help reveal your path to you, yeah. help Amen. show you your path yes. so yes. that you're not scattered, yes. trying this, trying yeah. that. Look at this. What else oh, does scattering mean? Well, a divorce court is the scattering of a marriage, what? right? Yeah. Sickness yeah. is the scattering of health, yes. lack is the scattering of, of, of provision yes. and supply. So to have a pastor is going to keep your life from being scattered. If you listen, if you listen and be a doer of the word that is taught and you need that be under a pastor that's teaching the word, teaching the truth of the word. And that will keep you from being scattered, keep your family from being scattered, keep your children, keep your health, keep your finances from being scattered. Amen. Amen. But we have to listen to these pastors, right? That God gives us. What's that mean? We have to be teachable. We have to be teachable. We get this idea. I already know it. You're going to have a hard time advancing because people who think that they already know it all, won't listen, right? Yeah, that's true. And we all need to. We need all need to be lifelong students. Lifelong yeah. students. There is a protection yes. in being being under a pastor. Yes. Now, yes. there is going to be a clarity that's going to come, An unfolding of the plan of God for your life will come as you sit under a pastor. Right. That's true. That's true. Uh, um, let, let me. Let me give you an insight. You'll remember the passage in the Old Testament about Elijah. Mm -hmm. He had prayed and there had been, the heavens were shut up from a rain, right? For three and a half years, there was no rain. There was a famine in the land. During that famine, God said to him, Go dwell by the brook Cherith. And he said, and I'll sustain thee there. So he went there, he drank water of that brook and twice a day, birds <laughs> brought him food. Yeah. Yes. They brought him meat and they brought him bread yeah. twice a day, mm-hmm. the whole time he was there. What was it? When he was where God told him yeah. to be, yes. there was provision. Yes. Then the, one day the brook dried up. Mm-hmm. When the brook dried up, he didn't just stay at the dried up place. He said, God, well, what now? Yeah. And God said, I have commanded. He said, arise, get thee to Zarephath. I have commanded, listen to these words. I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain you. So he gets up from that brook. He travels to Zarephath and he finds, as he enters the city gate, he finds this woman. He recognizes who it is. And he says to her, go fetch me water. So she goes to fetch a little bit of water. And then uh, he says, and also bring me a a, a meal or a a cake of bread, a piece of bread. And then she stops and argues with him. And she's saying, I don't have enough but for one meal. And that's just enough for me and my son. And after it, there's no more. And then we have nothing else. We die after that. So notice she's arguing with him right she's she's telling her side right. of it she thinks she doesn't have enough But remember what God told Elijah when he was at the brook? I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain you. But when he gets there and talks to her, she acts like she doesn't know anything about this command. (laughs) Right? She's not saying, okay. She's arguing why she can't bring him food. Why? It looks like the command that God has given her, she doesn't recognize it. Right. But out of the mouth of the man of God, he said, You go prepare me Mm -hmm. that meal. You bring it back to me. And he said, and then you'll have enough to prepare for you and your son. She obeys. And he stays with her and her son for many days and she keeps feeding him all the way through that famine. Why? It took the man of God to help her to recognize what God had commanded her. A pastor will help you to recognize what God has commanded of your life. The supply, the part you're to bring in the body of Christ will be unveiled and unfolded to you as you sit under the place where God told you to be. Under a man of God, anointed to speak into your life, they will help you. Amen. 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 In this... we see that Jesus said about this, or it's recorded that Jesus recognized about this this multitude that that was with him. Now notice they're with the Son of God, but they're still fainting and scattering. Why? Because they don't just need a one-time visit from a visiting minister. They need an ongoing supply of a shepherd that watches over the sheep. When a man buys a flock of sheep, He always puts a shepherd over it. Whether it's him or a staff member, he always puts someone over the sheep. Why? So you don't lose your investment. God's the same way. He purchased us with blood. He's gonna put a shepherd over us so that the sheep aren't lost at the great price he paid for them. That our spiritual life is not doesn't end up uh, being one of a failure yeah. right. and one of not being developed. He yeah. gives us yeah. a pastor to help yes. us grow, and it just as you can't just grow with with um, what what would we say uh, intermittent feeding, right. just random feeding yeah. here yeah. and there. Yeah. Just like a child cannot be well educated. Unless they're consistently taught. Right? Instead of randomly taught. They have to be consistently taught. Sheep need the same thing. The sheep of God's shep of God's field, that's us. God's people. For us to grow up, we need to be consistently taught. So God gives us a pastor. Now, when people don't discern this, they don't discern the gifts. That Jesus put in the body, and one of those is a pastor. Yeah. For this, cause many are weak, yes. sickly, and die premature. Yes. I remember I was talking to somebody years ago. Uh, we were in the car, and they were talking about a friend of theirs that had died, maybe like in her 30s. And this this lady that was telling me the story said, "When I get to heaven," The first question I'm going to ask Jesus is, why did my friend die that young? And when this person said that to me, the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, tell her she doesn't have to wait till heaven. I'll tell her now. And he told her through me, her pastor. Yes. See, God has some things to say to you, but you're going to have to get to where your pastor is to hear what he's going to say to you through your pastor. He will speak directly to you, but there's also some things he'll only speak to you through your pastor. And you've got to be where your pastor is. And God said to me, tell her, I'll tell her now, she don't have to wait to get to heaven to ask me. He said, the reason her friend died at that young age is because she was in a church that did not teach her healing why she wasn't she she wasn't taught to discern that Jesus paid the price for her sickness. And so for this cause many are weak, sickly and die premature. So it matters that we're not just attending anywhere, that we're attending where we're taught the word. And you say Pastor Nancy, I don't have a pastor in my community. There's not a pastor that teaches. Well, uh, Start believing God. Yeah. Yeah. Ask Him to send you a pastor. Yes. You have a right to a pastor yes. that teaches the Word. Yes. If you'll ask, yes. Yes. believe yes. God. Yes. Get your faith yes. on it. Amen? Yes. I know that about 70% of our congregation that's here in Murrieta, California in our church, they about 70% of them have relocated to be in the church. Why? Because a good church is worth getting to, getting to the right location. Amen. Amen. Sometimes it's a, mat- it's a matter of life and death for people. Yes, Amen. Amen. Yeah. Having a pastor will safeguard you, yes, protect will. you from fainting mm-hmm. in yes. your race, mm-hmm. your spiritual race you're running and protect you yes. from being scattered. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 I, I know my, my parents, my, I had wonderful parents, precious parents, and my mother was just loaded with good sense. Mm-hmm. And when I hit about junior high, mother said to me one day, she said, Nancy, when you go to school and the kids ask you to do something or ask you to go somewhere you don't want to go, do something you don't want to do, she said, you tell them my mom already has plans for me. My mother told me I can't do this. I've got to go home. She said, and you can spend that anytime you need it. She said, let those words protect you from doing the wrong thing. That's so good. Amen. She gave me words to say in the face of something that would challenge uh, me doing right. Pastors will protect you. That pastoral anointing will keep your life from fainting and being scattered. Discern that. Now, my mother gave me, if I could say that, that statement is a blank check. I could use it anytime I needed. But what if I chose not to use it? And I don't listen to her. Then I won't be protected as she tried to protect me. Amen. But pastors that if we'll listen to them, our lives will be protected. Our families will yes, be protected. Yes. Our children will be protected. Yes. And when I say, listen to them, I'm saying, listen to them as they teach the word, yes. as they feed you the yes. word, recognize the word. Yes. Amen. Yes. And discern yes. the part, the, 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 the place the pastor holds in the life of a sheep. Yes. Amen. Amen. Just in the natural, a flock of sheep, their future is only as good as their shepherd. That's true. If a if a shepherd doesn't take oversight, you know, take care of them well, doesn't lead them to good watering places, to good feeding places, the sheep suffer. Right. Yeah. Right. So God is going to give us precious pastors yes. that will lead us, to, so our lives are watered, they're fed. And we're going to be good students of it. Amen. Well, it's been a pleasure to teach this direction. We trust that it's been a blessing and a help to you. I tell you, don't forget that you have been purchased with a price into this great family. You have a precious role and a precious place to fulfill in the body of Christ. And what an honor. I said, what an honor. We are so glad that you've been with us today. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, she teaches how God wants us to know his power that is in our direction. It belongs to us. We cannot live the life God authored for us without his power. Order this book now at defrayeministries.org. If you would like to share a testimony or let us know how this ministry has blessed you, we would love to hear from you. Please visit our website at defrainministries.org.